All right, and welcome to Black Consumer News of Arkansas. Thank you so much for joining us on this beautiful Friday. Good morning, and again, welcome to this week's edition of Black Consumer News Headlines. Today is the 16th day of April in the year 2021. Uh, we call this Black Friday as we pay homage to local businesses and entrepreneurs in the city and across the state and the nation. Black Consumer News is your very own digital news platform that offers our readers and listeners top headlines and stories. As a Black-owned multimedia platform, we are focused on reporting today's top headlines from the perspective of the Black consumer within the broader global economic and political and business world economy i should say um so our dollars do count uh and and we control make me sure that mic is up uh we control where they go or better yet uh we need to understand the power of our dollar and where they are going so if you haven't already go check out our new website which is blackconsumernews.com follow us on twitter and instagram and like us on facebook because we like you. Uh, We have some great local and national stories that we know um, start great conversations and impact your pocketbook. I'm your host, Angel Burt, BCN's Chief Creative Officer and co-producer of this show. I want to introduce our co-host, Wesley Brown. Good morning, Wes. Good morning. How are you, Angel? Hey, I'm just over here multitasking, doing a thousand and one things. I see you. You got six hands. (laughs) I got six hands this, this morning. I'm trying to go live on Facebook and um, you know use this phone as a as a, as, as a multi everything right mm-hmm. and um, it's actually playing back for me right now let's see if I can get that off here got a new phone going let's see where are we at right there you know and, and the music's coming through my phone but it wasn't coming through <laughs> through the board for some reason but that's okay we we got it all under control i want to welcome our guests how you doing this morning shelton i'm doing great how about yourself oh we are there? doing we're doing wonderful we just want to say thank you for coming in this is our special edition our this is our black friday mm-hmm. where, thank you for allowing me absolutely where we honor uh, and talk to our entrepreneurs and we make it our own black friday here at kabf 88.3 mm-hmm. and uh, again Shelton is the CEO of Eco Solutions, and we're going to be talking more about his business and all the wonderful things that he's doing with that business as far as sanitation and, and, and disinfectant and, and mobile spas. That's the one I really want to talk about, but um, but we're going to talk about a whole lot here this morning, and as always, we get started with our BCN headlines, and some mm-hmm. of the things that we're going to be discussing, Wesley, um, are going to be um, the rising prices of goods and services and i'm sure that we're all pretty much um uh, yeah, gas that. prices oh, energy bills up food bills your amazon bill everything is up that's called inflation we're going to talk about that this morning absolutely and then also uh, police misconduct and deadly force on black men uh covet 19 uh, and also the cdc director rochelle walensky declaring racism a national health 
threat. Uh, it's like we didn't know that. <laughs> we, I was like, okay. But but again, we want to make sure that our listening audience know that they are a part of this conversation. We want to hear from you. So if you want to have a, if you have a question for our guests or ourselves, please or comment, please give us a call here at 501 433 So thank you again for listening in and we'll be here from 11 until 12 p.m. here on KABF 88.3, the voice of the people. And this is Community Radio Wesley, mm-hmm. which is unlike any other radio station here in our city because, you know, we don't have, you know, you know, commercialism it sort of speaks so mm. we get to be free with our with our with, the, with our conversations and things that we have to say that impact um, not only our community but if it impacts our community it Im- impacts the world right uh, it, absolutely exactly and so I think that it's a good place for us to start this week's bet, bet um, uh, BCN headlines is to start off with talking about the national health threat. Uh, Walensky uh, highlighted several new efforts that, that the administration is spreading or spearheading to accelerate its work to address racism as a fundamental driver, driver of racial and ethnic health inequities in the United States. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I want to just say a comment that um, uh, she stated, and we have this on the Black Consumer News uh, net, um, website, and you can go and read this for yourself. But I just want to read it to our listening audience right now and then discuss, you know, exactly what this information means. And again, like you said, Wesley, as if we didn't know, but it is very interesting that um, that she came up with or that she's making these sorts of comments um, in lieu of COVID-19 and it's like all of these things are just becoming you know just polarizing um, not only to uh, the community that we come from that we already know but communities that are outside of our culture that are realizing the same thing that we've been doing for centuries and centuries and centuries but anyway let me let me just read her 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 statement Um, yet the disparities seem seen over the past years were not a result of COVID-19, Walensky said. Instead, instead, the pandemic illuminated inequities that have existed for generations and revealed for all Americans or all of America a known but often unaddressed epidemic impacting public health, which is called... Racism. racism and she put that in quotes she put that in quotes right? big letters yeah and i want to read a little bit more that that she said here uh which definitely impacted me as well she said what we know is this racism is a serious public health threat that directly affects the well-being of millions of americans she added as a result it affects the health of our entire nation racism is not just the discrimination against one group based on the color of their skin or the race or ethnicity, but the structural barriers that impact racial and ethnic groups differently to influence where a person lives, where they work, where their children play, and where they worship and gather in community, which is called systematic racism. So I think these are, you know, really, really a very strong statement that she's making. Again, just echoing, these are things that we have already 
have our, that we already know. So Wesley, and also please, um, 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 Shelton, Shelton, please chime in. Um, sure. So, so what do you guys think? Uh, this solidifies the idea of, or do you think this solidifies the idea of reparations to African Americans in this country uh, because we have faced such mental oppression in the U.S. of A. And, um, you know, what do you think about her statements? Are they impactful? Are people listening? Is there change coming? All of those things. Well, I mean, I, uh, this came out on the CDC that came out last Monday. Uh, what was interesting to me as a, a journalist is that uh, NPR picked it up. We picked it up. But it, uh, I didn't see a story in the New York Times. I didn't see a story in the Wall Street Journal. I didn't see a story in the Washington Post. I didn't see it on USA Today. So uh, what that tells me, even though this, this information is available, widely available to the media, uh, they, it, it wasn't addressed in the entire media. So, and, but, for, but for me, like I said earlier, we all know, uh, any black person that you met know that racism affects us in ways it triggers us in ways that it doesn't uh, we have to deal with issues that uh, just because of racism and we have to um, because of racism, we have to deal with the economic. We, we can talk about any any issue in the, in the United States, whether it's the economy, whether it's business, whether it's uh, work, where our children play, whether whatever it is. Uh, we can talk about this issue of racism and how it affects us. She specifically said it was a health issue. And what that means is that it it uh, uh, that COVID nineteen brought out the fact that more uh, blacks were were affected, more blacks are dying, more blacks uh, were impacted uh, by COVID nineteen. But she said it already existed before then. Uh, we know, for, like take for instance ulcers. An ulcer is has uh, have always been an issue in the black community because of it, it comes from worrying and issues Stress. of anger Absolutely. and, and uh, heart disease, kidney, uh, the number one killer of, of black people is kidney disease right now in America. And that's one of those issues that when your system, your body breaks internalizing, down. Internalizing, internalizing. Uh, so so we've known that. Uh, uh, but you can also talk about those uh, issues of of uh, whether it's economy. Uh, I mean, we talked about on this show a few weeks ago, the, the apology by the National uh, Realtors Association of concerning redlining and discrimination against uh, black people uh, are not being able to uh, uh, live in certain communities, redlining, uh, or if I go to the, to a bank and, and I'm equal to a white person in terms of credit and, and earnings, I banks have for years been giving me uh, a, a worse loan uh, than than the white person who has the same. If we are equal, uh, I'm paying high interest. I'm not uh, being able to to use my money in the same way they do. So, uh, yes, racism is pervasive. It's systematic. It affects everything that we do, uh, and it will continue. And, and we'll continue to talk about this in the, in the issue of reparations. But, but Shelton, what do you think about that? And, well, before, and before you go there, Shelton, we do have a caller on the line. Caller, are you there? And good morning, Ms. Burke, Mr. Brown, and Mr. Shelton. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning. Great, good morning. Well, just to reiterate a lot of things Mr. Brown has said, a lot of people don't realize that the East, uh, Hollingsworth Grove out in the East End, he said right there next to the airport with all those fumes and exhaust coming off those planes. Right, okay? right, I remember. But now it's been destroyed, okay? And now you want to call it the East Village with the high-rises as to not accumulate some of those fumes. So you can see where the racism ties in 
with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, the two, well, this is the third garbage dump that the city of Little Rock has. One was in the east end, one was in the south end, okay? Now this one is in the southwest. We understand the amount of methane that is produced and burned into the atmosphere uh, that causes those asthmic and, and other breathing deficiencies. So, I mean, I, I like to say folks are just catching up to where we've always been as black folks. Yeah, we have to but deal with it for a long time. Converted into a usable fuel because anything that dies produces methane. Right. So that's one of the things, but a lot of, a lot of people want to go to soap. So I'll leave it at that, and peace and blessings. All right, thank All right. you for call. Yeah, and that's environmental racism. A lot of times we have, uh, if you go to every major city in the United States, blacks were always put in the floodplain, or as he said, in the worst place, uh, the worst uh, uh, area in the city. And now uh, some East of the... side of the tracks. Yeah, that's right, across the tracks, on the other side of the tracks. We all, and what has been known for years is that environmental racism, where the, whether it's uh, pollutants, or smog, or we have to deal with that. They put those things in our communities. Uh, there's been refineries in our communities. There's been, like he said, dumps in our communities. So we have we have to deal with those that environmental racism for for years and years. Yes, uh, you know one of the things that uh, that we're talking about today is the racism. It has been here for decades since, uh, and it's just like a virus. It has been mutating over the centuries, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, and unfortunately, uh, the people who are allowing this are, are people who have no, uh, I guess they have no no money in the game of the black community. Uh, they want to use our money, and uh, but they don't want to give us a representation. You know, as politicians, sure. uh, so we don't get the equal uh, representation to politicians, and the politicians, in order to stay in. Uh, office are one moment caller. They're using racism uh, as their their game, and each time we fight it back, you know, we fight back this. They come up with a new idea. Now they're not change the rules. They right. just change the rules, the game. And you know what that is? Is cheating. You know, they want to say there was a big steal about this election, but they're the cheaters. Mm. They have been cheating for years, for decades. They started way back in the 1870s. Um, you know, Booker T. Washington talked about how you know, they, uh, the master uh, took the slaves and worked them, beat them, raped them all through the week, uh, gave them alcohol on Saturday night and took them to church on Sunday and had them pray to God you better to preach thank up them uh, for being such great masters. And so, and they passed that on to their kids. You know, if you're not better than a black person, then you're better than nothing. Uh, and, 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 you know, what's unfortunate, I think, is that uh, during the time after we were uh, freed as slaves, we had skills. And we were able to go out and we were able to ranch. We were, we were leather goods. We were carpenters. We were yes. maritime people. We had skills. Uh, unfortunately, the uh, poor whites at that time did not have those skills. And the rich whites, in losing that free um, labor that they had and the wealth, they determined that uh, they need to turn everyone against us. And it's continued on through uh, our politics today. Absolutely. 
and 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 what I was what I was thinking about what you were saying all that Shelton is that you know this is information not information to tear anybody down but information for people to understand to build you up to say okay why are we here and then that way we get out of this so it's again it's not to bring people down because no. we as a people have already gone through it right it's to help everyone else understand right. why we are here right. and then you come up with the solutions to turn it all around mm -hmm. caller are you still there I am. Do you have a comment or a question? Several. And thank you so much for allowing me to. I, I like to listen to information from knowledgeable sources uh, instead of misinformation. Thank you. I, I just want, you're, you're welcome. I just want to reiterate, you know, he, he mentioned uh, how we are, you know, put into positions of uh, like smog and pollution. You know, I think of Baker, Louisiana, outside of... Uh, uh, Baton Rouge, where they have all those refineries and all those folks yeah. down there, black folks. Shell oil. And, full yeah. of cancer, if you know mm -hmm. what I mean. Yeah. And that's an issue that hasn't been resolved, although it's been before EPA and various uh, entities throughout the years. And, and of course, that's a systemic way of keeping you poor, and, and no one has said anything about that. At least I didn't hear it. And that was like the exclusion of, of blacks into. Uh, obtain wealth through the ownership of property. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, going all the mm -hmm. way back to... Yeah, that's what we're talking about with the NARA apology, real estate. Mm -hmm. 1864 or five, mm -hmm. uh, we have not had our fair share of the, whatever they want to call it, when they give out land grants mm -hmm. and what have you. Mm -hmm. e even to the point of the federal government being uh, in, in charge of not being able to purchase in certain areas. I've forgotten what that law was called, but I'm, I'm sure it's if it's not still on the book, it's it, it's still being practiced because you can go in certain areas and you know who live in these areas and you know who do, who don't live in those areas. So I just want to add that to the conversation and maybe you guys can expand. Uh, actually, we we have a land uh, ownership is is so essential and of course we are not saving anymore. Black folks don't have saving accounts, saving banks. We don't have black banks or black financial institutions to address our specific needs. And that's just something that I'd like to hear folks talk about sometimes. Uh, uh, All right, uh, Carla, thank you so much for calling in. And, uh, you welcome. know, we, we are going to be talking about uh, just that. We're going to talk about Wells Fargo here in, in just a moment. But before we do that, I just want to just add one more thing to the, the Walensky, um, the director of the CDC, and, and her efforts in talking about, you know, uh, saying that, you know, that we are faced with health, um, you know, health issues or mental health issues and physical health in issues um, as far as racism is, racism is concerned in this in this country and so you know is this just another way of admitting to the truth and doing business the same way or do we see change coming and uh, if that change is a coming then what is that change and 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 how and how has anybody asked us has anybody asked us what well, is the change that we want well to one see? thing did happen this week you if if you haven't been watching uh, and it hasn't been widely reported but a bill did come out of the house of representative uh that that to uh, on reparations it came out uh, of course, it has to go to the Senate uh, mm -hmm. uh, in the United, and, and it, it doesn't. 
you know, uh, the our chance of this becoming law is still has a long test to go, a long ways to go. But at least it now gets into the national conversation. You can't pretend like this issue shouldn't be talked about because it came out of the House of Representatives, and now it will become a full part of the national discussion uh, in terms of because when it goes before the Senate, uh, it has to go back into the Senate committee. Then you'll see that debate and you hear that discussion. So you can't hide from this issue of reparations that needs to be a part of our national conversation. Absolutely. And if it's not on the national uh, conversation, Wesley, uh, and also Shelton, do you think it needs to be on the local level? Mm, yes. Does it start small well, and end yes. big? Because then it's the voices of the people, literally. Well, you know that, and, and we've talked about this, that, that situation in California, and there's a couple of other I think in North Carolina, where the city council uh, has given has discussed about giving reparations to that entire community, and of course, this week uh, a situation in California that goes back a hundred years, where black property owners uh, who had were were thriving, and of course, we can go back and talk about uh, uh, you know it, there's place, situations all over the country, Greenwood in Tulsa, the, where the Tulsa race riots were. Uh, those communities were as wealthier. Than the white, than than the white across the river, the Arkansas River, on the other side of Tulsa. I, I was my I started as a news reporter with the Tulsa World. I wrote about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was the first reporter to go back and look at the archives on the Tulsa race race riots. I got mm-hmm. threats mm-hmm. Uh, from people when I started writing about that, and black even black people told me, Wesley, you shouldn't write about Stay that. Stay in your place. Yes, and so yeah. so when I started writing about the Tulsa riots, that was thirty years ago, and now it's just now coming back again into the national conversation oh yeah and i and i can't say that i i don't understand the the fear i do understand that that fear is something that's generational and that keeps perpetuating itself even with the uh, elaine massacre Mm -hmm. that happened right here in 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 arkansas in that town i'm told as well the the black farmers were prospering and and people still don't want to talk about that they're they're fearful fearful of that and if if you're bombing my town and you're coming in <clears throat> excuse me and 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 shooting and, and killing people i guess you would still have fear today as well mm-hmm. yeah. do you have something to add to that well you know you're going back and you know, we're excuse talking me. about the uh, farmers uh if you noticed uh, uh the money all that trump gave out i think black farmers yeah it was five got, billion we that yeah. we we reported on that at yeah. black consumer they only received about one two three percent of that that fund, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they've taken the land from the black farmers here. Uh, I understand a lot down in the Delta mm-hmm. over the years. You know, going back to the uh, Elaine riots and things, it was all. It's always been about them being power, uh, and we didn't have anyone to defend us. And now we have people that are awake, and hopefully, this is the time now that we need to all realize yeah, that we, we do we, have a voice and we need to stand up and you know we got to vote the right people in the office and we do <laughs> have a, I mean we live in a capitalist society and we do have a dollar and our mm-hmm. money does matter and yes. we have to understand that that is our power it's not just our power to go out and buy food clothes and shelter mm-hmm. but it's our power as working citizens in this country as entrepreneurs in mm-hmm. this country that our dollar does matter we have to know that power mm-hmm. and I think that's a big part of <clears throat> excuse me, who Black Consumer News is, is getting that information on the legislator point of view, which, you know, Wesley brings that to us so eloquently every Friday. Um, Caller, are you there? Caller, are you there? Yes, I am. I 
I might have to call back. I got something else on this phone. All right, thank you. <laughs> hey, that sounds like a clubhouse um, sort of thing going. What they do on clubhouse. Uh, uh, this you know, is we, KBF 88.3. You got to talk to us. <laughs> Go ahead, Wes. Yeah, yeah I'm just saying, you, you know, we. this is the, the Arkansas legislature has been in session for since January 11th. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to adjourn on April 30th. But if you've been watching the news, they've passed uh, dozens of bills. Uh, uh, everybody's talking about what's going over in Georgia in terms of voter uh, voter uh, uh, voter rights bill and voter suppression. Those same bills have been passed here in Arkansas. They just passed a stand your ground bill. Uh, the governor wanted a hate crimes bill, but what they did is they passed they passed a watered down version. There are dozens of bills that have been passed by the Arkansas legislature, which is a super majority of of, of right wing conservative and and. Uh, uh, just yesterday, uh, it was reported that uh, uh, Sarah Huckabee, who is running for governor, who was Trump's uh, secretary, and is from our hometown, Shelton, she's from Hope, uh, she raised $4.3 million in, in the race for governor. Nobody's even close. Nobody uh-huh. has even raised half uh, a, a million yet. So it, there's a good stand, chance that Sarah Huckabee will be the governor, the next governor of Arkansas, uh, and that those same kinds of issues need to be brought to light. And I think that's something we need to stress, that <clears throat> while the dollar, our dollar is important, it's important where we're putting that dollar. Mm-hmm. So if we have a candidate mm-hmm. that we feel that's going to represent who we are, mm-hmm. our voice, mm-hmm. then we need to put capital money behind them once you see that person no matter who they are not not no matter what uh, cultural group that they're from mm-hmm. we need to support them wouldn't right. you agree yeah, Wesley? because that that's power yeah mm-hmm. every every and we don't understand about the legislative the process and running for office now even to run from a, last year uh, in the 2018 uh, uh, election cycle for the first time in the state of arkansas for a state capital seat for to be one of the hundred representatives they uh raised in russellville raised over a million dollars first time in arkansas Mm -hmm. that's usually the amount that's raised for a federal or for a seat in congress Mm -hmm. it's coming down all the way to the state level to the Mm -hmm. local level Mm -hmm. to effectively run for office uh it took uh joe biden a half a billion dollars to run a campaign uh, for uh, and uh former president donald trump spent well over a billion uh, so to run wow. for office, uh, to if, this campaign for the next governor of Arkansas, mm-hmm. I, I guarantee you Sarah Huckabee will raise at least $10 million. Uh, she'll, uh, in, during the campaign in 2022, sometime in the next year, she's going to call pre- former President Donald Trump into Little Rock. And she's going to raise a, a several million. And you heard it here, right here on Black and Super News, Wesley's forecast. Call, are you there? Caller, are you there? All righty. Sorry about that, caller. If you're listening in, please give us a call back here at 501-433-0088. So our dollars have to make sense. They have to be valued, and they have to also um, make sure that we are, you know, putting, you know, if we put our dollars behind a candidate, that we have have voices to be heard. Um, Also, on the local level, we can't stress that, and we stress that here all the time, that local politics is really where it actually starts in order to branch out to the national politics because that's making the decisions on where we live in our cities and the things that that, uh, we are privy to and that we should be privy to right here in our own very city. Um, One moment, please. 
Call, are you there? Yes, peace and love, y'all. Brother Cole being here. Okay. I just love it when we talk about the system of white supremacy racism. I tell you, it's it, that era of terror. Uh, I know. Celebrating, you get excited. I hear you. <laughs> when the progressive intellectuals start talking, I know we're going to get something done. Now, as far as this uh, jobs and justice when it comes to the system of white supremacy racism, we know that they control the whole planet. And we always use the prison analogy that we have to ask the wardens, which are the, the white supremacists that's running things, and locally they turn around and ask us for our money, but what it says is like taxation without representation. Mm -hmm. We know that justice would be Bill, those that need the most help get that most constructive help. Now, how can we trust them, especially when I'm, I'm, I'm saying locally now, our mayor want to raise taxes, but at the same time, when they don't use this money right, and especially in our areas, they come in with the uh, foreigners doing all the work. We don't get a slice of the economic pie saying that our people don't want to work when we know that we need to put our people to work if we have to come out with training of our people to get a slice of the economic pie. Now, how do we work with that situation locally? And like I say, it's, it's, I, I, I get excited when, like I say, when I hear you guys talking about the system. Now, why is it that we, like I say, are just now being bold enough when we see this has been going on and we need to educate, especially for empowerment and economic development. That's my question. All right. Thank you, caller. Thank you, Solabin. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I think, uh, uh, I mean, like you said, uh, so being the, the, the key issue is education. If you have knowledge, then you can begin to, we don't all have to agree. I don't, I don't mean, I, uh, I don't think the black community is monolithic, the meaning that, that we all have the same views. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, but we all have some of the same issues and same problems. Racism being number one, we all have to deal with it. I don't care if you're a conservative or you're liberal. If you're black, you have to deal with racism in some part. Uh, Unfortunately. So what we have to do is, is first to be educated. Uh, uh, one of the things that Angel and I have been doing on this show is is talking about what's going on in the Arkansas legislature. They're passing laws that affect us every day. They passed over and since January 11. Y'all know how many laws the, the governor has signed? He signed 600 laws since January 11. Wow. Many of those laws have wow. taken away our rights. Uh, it's gonna uh, when you go to the ballot on November twenty twenty, it's gonna be harder for you to get a ballot, a mail in ballot or absentee ballot. You can't. Uh, there's a bill right now. You won't be able to vote the Monday before the election. So we generally a lot of people go to the polls that day before the election. You won't be able to do that. Right. Uh, uh, the, uh, the one thing that you're going to do in the black communities, the lines are going to be longer uh, uh, in, and in making it more difficult for us to vote in our own communities. So yeah. these laws are being passed in Arkansas and uh, not just in Arkansas. So uh, it, it, and a lot of the laws that are being passed are just hateful. Mm -hmm. and, me, and what I mean by that it just means that I'm trying I don't like you so I'm mm -hmm. going to pass a law uh, that impacts you stay in power right so 
that's what's going on in Arkansas legislature. Well, I think one thing that um, Solar Beam said that was, um, you know, very um, significant is whether or not people trust the system and, mm-hmm. tr- and and that trust factor is there but even though we mistrust we still spend our dollars mm-hmm. you know we, st- we we still get kind of as you say raked over the coals mm-hmm. you know 600 bills being laws being passed mm-hmm. and we have no idea what those what those laws are and how they impact us and all we know is we we go into a place or we pay a bill and we have no idea what really is going on mm-hmm. so we have to be more engaged mm-hmm. we have to ask more questions mm-hmm. we have to listen to black consumer news so we can find out what's going on you are listening to kbf 88.3 fm uh, you're here listening to black consumer news um wesley brown co-host over there angel burt host here and our special guest uh that's coming up here in just a moment, Mr. Shelton Cole, um, CEO of Eco Solutions. And um, thank you so much again for being here with oh, us, Shelton. And uh, we are definitely having um, a vibrant conversation, a robust, a robust and vibrant conversation um, this morning about all the things that are going on in our nation as far as it re- regards to, to race. Even in the 21st century, we are still, you know, dealing with this issue. And I think that more people, uh, more diverse group of people are bringing the awareness and so I think it makes us feel even more comfortable having the conversation, even though innately and within our souls, we already know what, what's really going on. But we have to go. We have to go behind. But, but we have to go. We have to move uh, out of the, the way that we feel. Right. And take that feeling into some sort of action. So um, as you listen to the conversation, uh, just think of your own will as far as solutions, becoming coming up with solutions to you know, drive these negative issues out of our communities. Uh, one thing that Solar uh, Beam um, really inspired my brain cells is like you, he was saying all the things that we don't have, and it's the community things that we don't have. Mm-hmm. So how do we change our communities? And mm-hmm. that's really again on your state and your city level mm-hmm. where our dollars are going. And uh-huh. so we have to we have to come up with a plan, P L A N, okay, and then demand, D E M A N D, those things that we think are best for our communities where we live, work go to school, raise our families, go to the grocery store, whatever that may be, that we have every right to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's my commentary. (laughs) Well, I think, uh, you know, if you remember uh, the Black Wall Street there over in Oklahoma, that's something uh, today that we need to focus on. I mean, within the community, they've shown way back then that uh, if you come together as a community, you can build. And you have to trust. But, uh, you know, the problem, and you mentioned that earlier about the trust portion, we've gotten to the place that no one trusts anyone, uh, unless it's, you know, close little groups. But there's so many splinter groups of distrust, we can't come together as a coalition to actually build anything. Um, And one last thing I want to circle back to, we were talking about uh, property and ownership. One thing we need to focus on, here's a few little facts. Uh, When it comes to wealth, um, the disparities are, you know, blacks, they say, have about worth about $5,000. Asians, uh, I think about 13000 This was a couple of years ago. It may have changed by now. Uh, white uh, wealth was average about 105000 And what that was in, uh, uh, I did some uh, research on that. It was in property. 
they owned some type of property, and that's where the wealth was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why we as uh, minorities, uh, we need to understand that we need to own property. And once we get that property, take care of it, keep the value, so the value increases versus decreases. Uh, some years ago, Mitt Romney mentioned that uh, people should rent. Well, here's another number. Uh, about 70% of black people rent. Mm-hmm. So he was talking about us. They're building right here in Little Rock tons of homes that are, you know, uh, apartments, excuse me. They're $1,600, $1,700, $1,800 a month for rent. For that type of money, you could be in a $300,000 house. Mm-hmm. So that's where we need to build our wealth there. And, and yeah, but, you know, I, uh, there was a, actually in uh, Wells Fargo had a, a, a uh, there's a situation this month. Uh, Wells Fargo announced that it's going to build. Uh, someone mentioned black-owned banks. They're going to invest fifty million. But but you, there is an issue with that wealth and, and properties. Mm-hmm. Companies like Wells Fargo, Bank of America have been redlining mm-hmm. uh, blacks who did own property and who have owned uh, property don't get the same. You can go right now uh, a black home in a black community in the same home that's built. And, and you go out in West Tulsa, appraiser will not give you the value that that value of that home is in there. Those are the mm-hmm. structural things within the system. As we mentioned, NAR gave an apology mm-hmm. uh, concerning, yet, yes, there is the issue of building wealth, and that's the normal wealth that America has built wealth. Mm-hmm. But for black America, mm-hmm. much of that has been stolen. During the Great Recession in 2018, mm-hmm. the, arm, uh, uh, the arm vehicles of mm-hmm. of, of of uh, financing a home the were given to rates. blacks. Yes. Yeah, the yeah. adjustable rates. Yeah, so, so uh, there's discrimination even in that system mm-hmm. where blacks don't get the same uh, uh, interest rates mm-hmm. that a white person will get for the same home with the same credit, mm-hmm. with the same type of earnings. So, right. uh, yes, we want that, and, and I encourage people to build build wealth, but there, in, even within that system, there's structural racism that uh, Wells Fargo's the biggest mortgage in, in the United States, is known for redlining, has, has dozens of lawsuits where they did not give uh, black and brown homeowners the same uh, type of uh, uh, opportunity as the white homeowner has. So. And then, Wesley, there was a, there's a, a, a news article recently um, about a family out of California during mm-hmm. the Jim Crow era, um, uh, and, and the name of that article was titled A Black Family's Beach Property in California Was Taken During the Jim Crow Era. The county is now giving giving it back, and it's worth millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. You want to talk to us a little bit about that article? Yeah, that was a situation in California. A family uh, going back to over 100 years ago, that family had a resort in California, beach resort, and had this great property, had a restaurant on that. And then the, uh, uh, the city used what they use today, even today, Eminent domain is a lot of times used to take land away from black people. Uh, they did that same thing with that black black family. Uh, they took over that that land and and pushed that family out and gave the property. The city took over the property, and of course they gave it that property now thriving in California. Beach properties, uh, those big whole fancy hotels and mm-hmm. apartment complexes right. that you're talking about, Shelton, that were built on that land, and now the city has talked about giving that property to the back even though the city council they did not uh they did that somebody wanted them to give an apology they refused to give an apology to that family mm-hmm. they don't admit that because of the liability we're giving right, that right. Uh, uh but but you know how much that land that family has now is, is valued at 75 million oh my god uh, and their family 
that's the wealth they missed out on. Mm-hmm. Well, that and, family and could have had that and, wealth. And let's yeah. mention, this is back in 1924. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So it goes back a, a, a long time ago, mm-hmm. but that's where it started at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the results of where we are today as a, as a black community mm-hmm. is definitely a reflection of why we are where we are today. He mean, he, and we, our thought process as far as property and learn, land is concerned, especially mm-hmm. when people are taking things from you, then you don't, you don't innately kind of think that way like mm-hmm. oh, God, I should be buying property because it's been taken away right. mm-hmm. so then you know that that circle starts to happen and people say why well you know you're free to do this and you're free to do that and then you're and, like, these sort of stories help and you we understand. know that happened all over America in mm-hmm. in every community in America mm-hmm. and imagine mm-hmm. all that wealth today lost Yes, yes. Whether it was in Lane, whether it was in Tulsa with mm-hmm. Wall Street, or in some community you've never exactly. heard about, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I guarantee you, there's hundreds of thousands of those kinds of things that have happened. Right. If you imagine all the wealth that was lost, that's right. trillions and trillions of dollars yes. that have have lost. Uh, uh, that that black wealth has gone uh, uh, have waned mm-hmm. in our communities. Yeah, and that and when we talk about you know uh, our, our dollars, when we talk about uh, being able to um, you know take those dollars to support um, politicians or mm-hmm. political efforts. Mm-hmm. How can we when they were taken away? <laughs> and and again, this is all to help people understand the big picture, so right, to speak, right. right? It's not this little bitty picture where we just stand today and you're looking around and seeing, you know, um, underprived, underprivileged communities mm-hmm. and saying, well, uh, they can just change that. They mm-hmm. didn't. Ha- it didn't have to be that way. But when you've dealt with so many negative efforts against mm-hmm. you it's really it, it makes you feel powerless yes. mm-hmm. and the, yes. and the results of what we're getting now call mm-hmm. are you there yes i am all right go ahead and please peace and love again now y'all have to excuse me but i think that we need to have some kind of uh watchdog committees for our local communities like i know we can pull some people from the different churches maybe from uh, the lawyer association nurses association Whatever we have to do to make sure this economic pie is cut right for us, because we can talk, 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 lament, and everything else that we've been doing over 100,000 watts and still be moonwalking, going backwards. (laughs) But I think if we're going to be really progressive about what we need for the uh, posterity or our future generations, we need to really really get on the scene and try to find out what's going on and how our tax dollars that they want us and what's looming on the horizon now, the new taxes, Uh to really get some justice out of these uh, new uh, situations that's coming up. All right, Solabim, thank you so much for your comment. Thank you so Uh much, and and if you will. Thank you. Well, I think you you do have a, an opportunity to do that through you by, by making sure that you are aware of what your legislature is doing. Uh, I, I'm on a, a task force on the Freedom of Information Act, and and you will be surprised as the people who uh, there's a bill that voted to to hold meetings behind closed doors that I spoke against. Uh, but but there are people that in your community that vote against that. So there are things that are happening up that that you need to be aware of, and you have to you have to let your legislature Legislator who represents you, who works for you, know uh, uh, and, and let them know what your concerns are. And when they vote against your concerns, you need to let them know too. 
Absolutely. I agree with that Just 100%. Get involved. Get hey, you're involved. listening to KABF 88.3 FM, the voice of the people. And let me tell you, you've been hearing the people today, that's for sure. And want to thank our listeners for calling in with your comments and your, your questions. We certainly appreciate it. And we want to thank our special guest for being here with us today, uh, Mr. Shelton Cole, CEO of Eco Solutions, also co-host Wesley Brown. Uh, we've been having a vibrant and robust conversation um, this morning. And again, thank you for listening in. I'd like for us to switch gears a little bit and talk about the vaccine, COVID-19. How can we, how can we, it, it'd be fine. How can we really go without talking about that today, especially as it regards to the J&J vaccine and now saying that it's been causing blood clots, six to 12 people, uh, that number may be more now, I don't know. But it is something certainly to, to think about and consider as people People now are, are, are taking, you know, th- their shots and some of some of them even saying now that you may even need a third shot. Um, you know, first it was one shot, now two shots, then three shots. And I know people have a lot of concern um, about that. Um, also, people are gathering more uh, with or without masks. And so people um, and more people are, are on the roads. That's for sure. And so um, do we think that the, um, the you know, that the, that um, the the COVID-19 is 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 going away because of the vaccines that we're getting now do you think people need to be more cautious of, about the vaccine and i'm kind of addressing these questions um uh to you shelton because mm-hmm. you're in the eco business um mm-hmm. you know part of your business and you can expound mm-hmm. on that a little bit mm-hmm. for us is to make sure that you know you can go in and disinfect you know companies and that sort of thing right. so mm-hmm. talk to us a little bit about the um the COVID 19 as it regards to sanitation mm-hmm. disinfectant mm-hmm. does that that work um, does you know so go ahead and, and, and tell us about that yes uh, disinfection does work uh, it is one of the uh, only ways we can actually kill the, uh, the virus by, by uh, hygiene we need to make sure we're washing our hands um, very clean surfaces uh, your non-porous and uh, your porous surfaces one is disinfecting the other is sanitizing sanitizing is uh, like your fabrics you need to disinfect those fabrics just as well because germs can live there but the virus itself uh it is trying to survive and is mutated here uh within the last year more than it has in its whole 300 million uh year history uh the, the coronavirus has been on earth for quite a while and only in the last half uh, century has it uh, found man as a host and it's lost out uh, several times. It uh, started with SARS, uh, it dis- uh, disappeared, then it was MERS. And uh, a doctor from Baylor, actually about uh, five years ago, uh, saw what was going to happen now. He predicted this, and he wanted to spend uh, money researching so we could have a vaccine ready to go for this event. Uh, he could not get funding. Uh, Trump didn't want to give him money. And lo and behold, what happened uh, two years ago? But now it's 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 actually been out there several years now. Mm-hmm. So uh, it is mutating, and uh, we need to stay focused. We need to get our vaccines. Uh, we need to make sure we're wearing masks, social distance. We need to keep all those things going. Uh, that's we uh, why we have so many virus right now. We have you know what seven different virus. It uh, the virus wants to survive. It is that's its single purpose. 
Kind of sounds like uh, when we were talking about racism, racism in this country. Well, yeah, well, it wants to survive. Virus is a living. It's a living organism. It's a living, organism. Right. It's a living organism. And uh, so we can't let our guards down. You know, so we do need to disinfect our homes. Um, if you own a business, you you have a, a, a due diligence to ensure that your clients uh, and customers uh, and your employees are being protected. Because we don't know about this, you know, like she said, now they're finding out about the virus, uh, the vaccine, where, whether it works or not. It was done in short term, but they spent a lot of money. So they, they, they're kind of on key with it. But the virus wants to survive. Absolutely. And, and, and Shelton, let me back up a little bit and let's talk about eco solutions mm-hmm. uh, uh, as you as you speak about it and, mm-hmm. and your company mm-hmm. and, and exactly when you talk about disinfecting mm-hmm. and and sanitizing, mm-hmm. uh, what um, does eco solution do for businesses? homes mm-hmm. what is the product that you're using is it mm-hmm. a product that 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 you manufacture or is it a product that you get from a manufacturer and mm-hmm. and and again why is it important for people to to consider this um, sanitation and and again um, disinfecting again it's for your health you know again uh, healthier environments equal healthier healthier lives mm-hmm. uh, the process I use is called true electrostatic uh, sprayers mm-hmm. uh, there are all types of sprayers out there some people use hand pumps and uh, just electro uh, just sprayers uh, the electromatic uh, uh, static sprayer that I use has the ability to wrap around surfaces so it um, it it covers all surfaces. Um, what it does, it's it is given an electrical charge, is at least the sprayer, and uh, it's the um, everything on earth, on earth has a negative charge to it, practically everything, and this machine produces a positive charge. So positive attracts negative. So when we spray it, it wants to just find every negative place that they can go to nooks and crannies so it gets down to the every germ and it kills 99.99 percent and they're epa uh registered products they're environmentally safe natural products that we use um but you know so it will kill the COVID. um it kills COVID. Wow. it kills uh, bacteria mold how it, long does it last uh, it when we come in and disinfect uh, a home or business, whatever, uh, it can stay relatively clean as long as you follow up with your cleaning. So you need to also uh, make sure you focus on the high touch areas. You know, switches, uh, desktops, laptops, uh, whatever you touch on your database. You need to make sure those are clean after we come in and kill all the germs. And uh, you stay so on top of that. Maintaining it. Maintaining. Now, I also have a 90-day protected plant, uh, which is a uh, anti-microbial uh, product that I can uh, apply, and it kills germs up to uh, 90 days or bacteria, anything of that nature. There. So, so. Uh, when you use this product, is it a, like a steam or does it come in? You said it's electromagnetic. So how it's, how does it come out? It's a very fine mist. Okay. It's uh, microns of about 75. Uh, oh, so they're electronically charged. They're electronically charged. Interesting. Uh, yeah, the product, uh, the machine I use has actually been used in the White House, Pentagon, a lot of military installations. It's a higher uh, price product, but it performs. 
And uh, most of the machines on the market today are uh, dispersing about 40 to 45 microns. Okay. And this is dispersing between 70 75. So any, any surface? Any surface. Any mm. surface. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hey, so, uh, if you, electronics. So, so if you're listening, people mm. can go to your website. Can you mm. give us the website if they want to get a quote or get, yes, the, get you to come out and do an estimate? I, we can come out and do an estimate. We give free, free consultations okay, to come great. out. Yes. Uh, it's www.edsnow.com. Or they can call at 501 444-2757 or shoot you a text message shoot a text message and mm-hmm. and and let you come out for a free estimate yes so mm-hmm. if you're a business owner and mm-hmm. um you have employees mm-hmm. or or your home even and you want to and you want to mm-hmm. get it you mm-hmm. know maybe even child care centers child and that sort of centers. thing you know what i can do i have a, a kit that i can come out and uh and I'll, I'll put it on everyone's hand and i'll let you go through your normal day work and I come back with a black light, and I see where you've been all through the day. Mm-hmm. And that's the areas we'll focus on. Okay, nice. And, yes. Uh, and, you know, one of the things about germs is that they they transmit. You know, I could shake, uh, if I've got some type of germ on my hand, I can shake hands with five, with one person, that person shake another. It can go on up to eight people that would get infected from the initial. Transposing it over and yes. over again. Another mm-hmm. part of the EcoSilicians um, um, uh service mm-hmm. is your spa yes your yes. mobile spa my mobile spa so we yes. have a fleet service that also do, we've been incorporated uh disinfecting and sanitizing because uh, again your car is like your home um it, it gets germs as well uh what we use a uh, steam process to come out it's a natural way of cleaning uh not a lot of harsh detergents we leave no footprint uh matter of fact i did angels Car yes, and. yes, he did. He did more than just do my car. He took care of my car. I, my car actually went through a spa. I don't know if anybody yeah. has ever had a went to an actual spa and had that spa experience where you feel like you're pampered, and then mm. when you come out, you feel just wonderful. Well, let me tell you, he pampered my car. Well, my car is green, so you mean it'll it, 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 you can make it turn back to the original color? <laughs> he did mine. Mine. He, he turned mine back to the original color. Yes, yes. Yeah. And what I really like about mm-hmm. it, Shelton, mm-hmm. and I want you to talk, talk more about this, is that you don't have to use a lot of water. You use steam. No. Yeah. And yes. so it's not like water mess everywhere. No, no. Uh, we use a high-pressure steam machine specifically for this. It is called dry vapor. Um, I actually use about a gallon of water to, to do Angie's car. Uh, typically, with a hose-in water uh, method, it can go up to 150 gallons to do one car. And that pollution is going into our water system. It's going into our water system. And uh, like I said, when we we're done, uh, all this, the, the moisture is captured in microfiber cloth. Mm-hmm. And so we don't leave any type of footprint on the environment. Listen, I have ne- my car has never been so clean Ever. I have gone to many of the different car washes around the around the city and I have just, you know, usually I, I get finished and I've paid 40 or 50 dollars and I'm just like so dissatisfied. I mean, they always forget to wipe my rearview mirror, but that's a whole nother thing going on. But listen, you guys did not forget to write my rearview mirror. And, and, and I felt like I had a brand new car. Yes, and yes. it was it was absolutely. Uh, and then my, my tires, I mean, I could go on and on my my little rim things. And it was just 
wonderful, wonderful service. Thank you. And the and the outcome is what I really like. I feel like I'm driving a brand new car. And so that's how you want to feel when you have your car detailed. Mm-hmm. And and I love the idea of a mobile spa. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, because everyone is, you know, staying home now, mm-hmm. um, I, I thought that that was a great way to get out and provide that. Uh, it's just not a detailing, you know, anyone can detail. We, yes. we take it an extra step Ab- absolutely. Uh, in our process. You know, we're going to remove that oxidation. We're going to uh, disinfect your vents. We're going to steam out your vents to get them all clean and everything. We're going to steam your carpet, your seats. We're going to make sure it's your car has uh, no mold, germs, uh, and, and uh, you're going to feel like you're, as Angie say, in a new car. All right. Hey, and I've got my Facebook listeners on here. So, hey, Trish, how you doing? <laughs> hey, listen, so if you guys are listening in right now, mm-hmm. you can get the Angel Special. Yes. You can just give um, Shelton a call at or a text message at yeah. 501-444-2757. That's 501-444-2757. So it can be the Black Consumer News Special or the Angel <laughs> Special. Whichever one you want to use, you'll get a special from him. I need for you guys to give Mr. Shelton a call so you can get that special, special deal and also get your um, your spa for your I've car. I've got a special your deal spa, here. Your spa for your I'm car. Gonna, for Andrew's special right now, uh, for the first person to text, I'm going to give you the full what I call the Ruby uh, treatment. Uh, my uh, treatments are in the Topaz, the Sapphire, and the Ruby. The Ruby is the full deal uh, where we uh, hand clean steam your exterior, interior, removing all oxidation. Uh, we hand dry using clean microfiber tiles. As you notice, if uh, some of the car wash, they use the same tile to dry off every car, leaving streaks and spots all over your car. We're going to purify that window. So uh, it, when you got in your car, you look like you was looking through nothing, right? That's right. Look, looking through glass. Looking and, through and, glass. And so, Shelton, we've got about 20 more seconds. Yes. So, so give us a call. Uh, uh, text would be best. Uh, sometimes I don't hear that phone with the machines going. So text me and I'll come out and... Uh, give that number again. Yeah, give that number one more time. It is 501-527-2757. Say it, say it one more time. Speaking to your mic. The mic right there. There we oh, go. 501 501- Four four four. Yes. Twenty seven fifty seven. That is it. That's right. We we work we work it out together. Hey, you've been here listening to Black Consumer News of Arkansas from eleven and twelve p.m. every Friday here on KABF eighty eight point three. Hey, John, tell everybody hi on Facebook. All righty. <laughs> All right. Thank we, you. We really do appreciate you. And we'll be back here next week from 11 a.m. until 12 noon. Thank you so much for tuning in. And thank our callers for calling in as well. Thanks, and Wes. Shelton, thank you for being oh, yeah, part of our sure. Black Friday. My pleasure.